Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So the feedback on yesterday's show was incredible. Uh, I talked about this cabal of elites, politicians, big tech, big business, new upper class, woke suburbanites, this symbiosis of people, this cabal of people basically in it for themselves and looking to crush you, your freedom and liberty and elsewhere. And the show did phenomenal numbers. I want to double down on that today and show you how you're getting screwed and how this is really about two things. This cabal of elites who are in it again to crush and silence you. It's about two things. The deuce. Number one, it's about money. I better drop this finger first. If you're watching on Rumble, you know what I mean. Number one, it's about money. Paul is laughing. Number two, it's about protection. This is a little protection racket they have going. Show's going to be deep. It's going to be good. You're going to love every minute of it. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. I protect my online activity with a VPN. How? Using ExpressVPN. You can do it too. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino today. Don't wait. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Uh, let's get right to it. I got that. Um, I've got some video you're going to want to see of Charles Payne from Fox going nuclear about this crap with the GameStop thing uh, and a bunch more. Um, today's show also brought to you by friends at Patriot Mobile. Listen, I've been taking it to Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube for a while now. You know that. Well, Patriot Mobile is taking on the mobile provider swamp, another swamp. And they have exciting news to share. Patriot Mobile just expanded their coverage, which will make it easier for even more Americans to dump those big name carriers who charge way too much and then donate the money to leftists. I'm proud to partner with Patriot Mobile. They're a great company because they never sent a penny to the left and are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. Plus, you can switch with confidence because they use the same network as the larger providers, but charge much less. There you go. Switching's easy. Keep your phone number, bring your own phone, or buy a new one. Build your own bundle with multi-line discounts and save even more money. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan. Do it today. Or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders save even more this month. Get free premiere activation where they set up the phone for you and a special gift with the offer code Dan. Go today. Here's the URL. patriotmobile.com slash Dan patriotmobile.com slash Dan or call 972-PATRIOT. All right, let's go. Let's get right into it today. I want to start with this video. I discussed yesterday the GameStop saga where a bunch of retail investors using the Robinhood app and elsewhere, you know, what the, what the liberals and the media hacks call the great unwashed, decided they wanted to buy a stock. Okay, no problem. That stock was in a company called GameStop, which had been struggling. It's a retail outlet that buys and sells video games. Problem is, most people, you know, go online for their video games now, They're not necessarily trading cartridges like they used to. So GameStop's in trouble. But a bunch of retail investors decided it'd be a good idea to buy the stock. Nothing wrong with that. And they essentially beat billion dollar Wall Street hedge funds that decided that they were going to short the stock or bet that it was going to go down. One side retail investors bet it was going to go up. The other side, the professionals decided it was going to go down and they lost. Well, that upset the elites out there who really didn't like the hedge funds losing money. They didn't like that at all. Because as I said to you, it's about two things. It's about money and it's about protection. Here's Charles Payne from Fox News yesterday in a what is, was a viral hit and I'm sure is going to go more viral um, in the coming days. Here's Charles Payne saying, so what's the, pro what's the problem here? So a bunch of retail investors made money against a billionaire group of hedge fund guys. I'm not, listen, knocking them. It's free country. You want to get involved in a hedge fund? Go right ahead. But uh, upset because a bunch of hedge fund guys lost money because retail investors want to invest in a company. Now you're all upset? Check this out. First of all, all of this nonsense, all of this noise, all of this whining by Wall Street, it's making me sick. 140% of GameStop was short. I didn't hear one person on TV complaining about Wall Street trying to crush GameStop. 140% short. I told my subscribers, buy this stock, and they made a fortune. I also told them to buy Virgin Space, uh, Virgin. We took profits on that today. Fizz, that's up huge. Tangers is up huge. Neil, you can't allow Wall Street to short 75% of a stock, and nobody says anything. 
crush these companies into the dirt. And then when the individual investor makes money, everyone's up in arms. Oh, they're going to lose their shirt. Don't you think people are trading? If it traded 80 billion shares today, people are ringing a register. I have a kid who bought a house. He had a, he made $50,000 and bought a house. So yes, yeah, some people are going to lose and some are going to win. But if you want to, if they want to change the rules of the game now, because the general public is making money after decades of the shorts crushing thousands of stocks into the dirt. I have watched stocks being crushed completely to zero uh, and no one ever whispered anything because those stocks didn't have Wall Street sponsorship. They were small names. Maybe they went public through a reverse takeover. Whatever it was, the shorts have had their way with the market for decades. No one's ever complained about it. So I am thrilled if you were going to try to destroy a company by shorting 140% of a stock, you have to accept the fact that individual investors are playing the same game that you're playing and now you're losing. So there it is, Charles Payne, lighting the world on fire with that one. He's absolutely right. Why is everybody so upset? Well, they're upset because the protection racket, big business and the Wall Street big guys have had forever, the protection racket they've had by donating to politicians and by ensuring that they use knowledge asymmetries to make money themselves broke down yesterday when a bunch of retail investors beat them at their own game. And now everybody's pissed off. Now, listen, just to be clear, I don't do dopey talking points on the show for the sake of fact. Hedge fund guys, you know, I say hedge fund guys, everybody hates. I don't I don't hate anybody. I just deal in the knowledge arena. OK. I don't have a problem with people investing their money in hedge funds. What I do have a problem with, however, is what I think the real issue right here and why every all of the elites, Wall Street, and I'm going to show you how many people are losing their minds over this GameStop story. Again, just the, the fact that a bunch of retail investors made money and Wall Street didn't. You would you would think only Wall Street would be upset. We lost. No, no, everybody's upset. Biden, big tech, the Biden administration, politicians, everybody read it. I'll get to all these stories in a minute. But why are they really upset? Because there is a value to shorting stocks and going long on stocks, calls and put options. Shorting a stock means you're basically making a bet the stock's going to go down. When you or, or you know puts in certain cases, call options where you go long on a, on a stock, you're you're betting that the stock is going to go up. So you're guaranteeing you can buy it at a certain price. That way, if it goes up later, you still get the cheaper price. You buy it at the cheaper price, you sell it at the price it is at. It went up, right? There is a value to that. What's the value? Let's think this through before we instinctively jump on the hedge fund guys. Because again, I want to deal with facts. And again, I'm on the side of the retail investors here, just to be clear. But what they're upset about is people have made the, you know, elitists have made the argument for years that the value in being able to short stocks and in options and going long on stocks is knowledge. That a bunch of people who are super smart, here we go with that article again, not you, the great unwashed deplorables, a bunch of people on Wall Street who are super smart have knowledge you don't. And therefore, if they're shorting a stock and telling you we're making a bet on Wall Street that GameStop stock is going to go down, that that knowledge helps for a more efficient market, that we can all benefit from that knowledge, that we should all take that as a signal. Wow, these Wall Street guys are saying stocks should go down. They're smarter than us. Maybe we should all take a tip. There's a value in hedge funds. But notice how when thousands, potentially hundreds of thousands of retail investors, right, make the same argument that, hey, our knowledge should contribute to a more efficient market too, there's hundreds of thousands of us. We're actual consumers who go and buy stuff from GameStop. How come our knowledge doesn't matter? And the minute we contribute our knowledge to the market by putting our money in and buying the stock, betting it's going to go up, why else would you buy a stock, right? Why all of a sudden does do the elitists go crazy? Politicians, again, the Biden administration, big tech, Reddit, all of them, they want nuts and they're trying to shut these retail investors down. Do you get the argument, Paul? Does this make sense? The argument used for years amongst elitists, I, I, I don't, I, I have to repeat, you have to understand this, has been, oh, options are great. Hedge funds are great because they're super smart. And when they tell you a stock's going to go down and they short it, you should all pay attention because they're so smart and knowledge matters. Again, when hundreds of thousands of people then go in and say the opposite, the stock's going to go up who don't belong to a hedge fund and just buy the stock because they heard about it from friends they trust, then all of a sudden that knowledge doesn't matter. If there was ever a story that was a better example of the bifurcated society we live in now, I haven't heard it yet. Bifurcated, fork in the road. 
wealthy uh, elites in the upper class and upper tranche of society and us, the Walmart great unwashed crowd who are not entitled to any. Our knowledge is irrelevant. Their knowledge matters. We have to shut this down. You don't believe me? Here is the Wall Street scam with shorts exposed. These hedge funds and really wealthy folks, they have media platforms you don't. They go in, they short a stock like GameStop. They then go on TV and talk the stock down. GameStop sucks. It's terrible. Don't buy GameStop. What happens? Because they have big social media platforms and big media entities to, to voice their megaphone, they short the stock saying it's going to go down. They go TV, they go on TV and use the social media saying how bad the stock sucks. The stock goes down. They then make a fortune. That's what Charles Payne is talking about. That's kind of a scam, though. Is that really a knowledge game or is that a casino bet? A casino bet manipulated by elites and, and really wealthy folks, their ability to get out there in the media and talk a stock down, they bet against. Is that really a knowledge game or is that a casino bet? A casino bet where you have some advanced knowledge of where the roulette ball is going to land. They're just pissed off because a bunch of retail investors now have their own channel. Reddit. Forums where they can talk openly and coordinate themselves. Well, that wasn't going to go over. Look at this article by the Washington Examiner. Because again, the elites are pissed. Remember what today's show is about? The bifurcated society. Elite, wealthy politician folks, big tech, wealthy suburbanites. They have won America. The America you live in is for idiots. That's what they believe. And you will be treated like idiots like them. Washington Examiner. Story be up in the show notes. Bongino.com slash newsletter to access the show notes. Please subscribe to the newsletter. It's free. Washington Examiner. Reddit forum attached to GameStop uh, boom briefly goes private. So just to be clear, it's okay for elites to go on TV, talk a stock down when they have money in the stock price going down. That's a okay. But when a group of retail investors, the great unwashed, go on Reddit, which is just a forum where you can exchange ideas and talk to each other. And it being very simplistic about it, but that's basically what it is. When they use that forum to coordinate, like the elites coordinate, that can't happen. Now that people made money getting over the coordination problem and overcoming the prisoner's dilemma, look it up. I discussed it yesterday. It's an economics uh, problem. They've overcome the coordination problem of the, uh, the prisoner's dilemma, learned to coordinate to buy the stock themselves. That's got to get shut down. So it was temporarily shut down yesterday. Oh, it gets worse. You say, Dan, all right. Well, let me get to the, here from the piece, Washington Examiner piece. A Reddit spokesperson said the company remains committed to preventing the circulation of content that violates the law. Who, who's making allegations of any law breaking here? Reddit's site-wide policies prohibit posting illegal content or soliciting or facilitating illegal transactions, the spokesperson told the CNBC. We'll review and cooperate with valid law enforcement investigations or actions as needed. Nobody broke the law. Nobody was misleading anyone I know about. Maybe in some isolated instances, a bunch of people went on Reddit and said, buy GameStop. It's as simple as that. What's illegal about that? How is that any different than elite billionaire hedge funds in conjunction with their big tech, big media partners and their social media platforms going on the media saying GameStop sucks. Oh, by the way, I shorted GameStop and I'll make a lot of money if you believe me. How is that any different? And why are DC elitists not just liberals, but rhino Republicans as well, protecting these elitist snobs. And again, I'm not instinctively jumping on the hedge funds are bad. Hedge funds run properly can be valuable when they're not playing it like a casino, but they are in the knowledge business. When you have smart hedge funds, people who see problems with companies and short it, it's probably a signal to you if they're being ethical. Hey, if I'm in this stock, maybe I need to think about getting out too. That's valuable. Not playing a market casino game. Well, you just go on TV and trash a company after being invested billions in shorts on it. Here, Coindesk, check out this piece. Again, I had an ask yesterday. I'll ask you again today, please. Please subscribe to my email list. I need to communicate with you directly because of this very reason. I don't know when we're going to be shut down. Bongino.com slash newsletters where you subscribe to my newsletter. It's free. You can read this article there by Coindesk. It's a good one. It wasn't just Reddit that had to shut this down. God forbid the great unwashed made money and learned to coordinate themselves. Coindesk, Wall Street, and big tech clamped down on GameStop style pumps. 
Biden administration is, quote, monitoring the situation. Here's the subhead. Market chaos. Market chaos. Notice how it's chaos when you make money, not when hedge funds make money. Market chaos fueled by large groups of Reddit traders faces strong opposition from Wall Street as the Biden administration looks on. (laughs) Here we go again. I got a screenshot from this piece that's a classic. Now that, God forbid, the Walmart shoppers out there Those smelly people the FBI talked about. God forbid they make money saying, ah, I think GameStop can make a comeback. That can't happen. Everybody, all of the super smart people, not us, not you, Joe, either on the phone or you, Paula, or me, not us idiots. But when you start making money, these people get really pissed off. Freaking furious about this story. Here, the NASDAQ CEO, this is from the Coindesk piece. You got to read this. The Nasdaq CEO is involved now. Adina Friedman told CNBC Thursday that her firm is actively monitoring the social media chatter and will halt stock trading if the content it sees matches with unusual activity in stock. Keep, keep, keep this up. Unusual activity in stocks. Again, it's only unusual because you're making money and not Wall Street and they're now Biden administration buddies. Oh, Dan, I I thought Wall Street, I thought they were in it for the Republicans. Really? Wait till I get to that next and I show you the actual data. You think, wait, you're dumb enough to think Wall Street is backing Republicans anymore? (laughs) That's hilarious. It goes on the piece. Bloomberg reported that Wells Fargo, big banks, also banned its advisors for making stock recommendations on GameStop and AMC Entertainment. It goes on. It's not just uh, Wells Fargo, big banks, the NASDAQ. God forbid you make money. All the important people are pissed off right now. Government officials and regulators are also watching. (laughs) The Biden administration's economic team is, quote, monitoring the GameStop situation, Jen Psaki told reporters. The SEC's involved, too. Got to get the bureaucrats in there. They also released a statement yesterday saying that they're, quote, aware and are actively monitoring the ongoing market volatility in the options and equities markets. Tell me again how we live in a free, fair and equitable society where everybody's given a fair shot at success. Tell me that one more time so I can laugh in your face. Sorry if I'm looking around a lot. We're obviously in a different studio. I noticed some of you commented on the camera and the bit rate and stuff. Yes, it is a different camera. I can explain in a couple of weeks. I can't explain. <laughs> but uh, uh, on a serious note, tell me again how we live in a free, open, equitable, and fair society. It's amazing how Democrats and liberals run on this equality and now equity message because they say those are two different things. It's amazing how they run on that while simultaneously rigging the system with their Wall Street, big tech, and big business and big bag pals who donate to them and their upper-class suburbanites. It's amazing how they rigged the system in conjunction with the four entities I just mentioned to screw you over, actual middle-class, dirt-under-the-fingernails workers in America, and some of them are still getting suckered into believing that the liberals are in this for you. How exactly? I said this on Hannity last night where I was pissed. I was on the show in the opening segment in the A Block. And I lost it on these people who are suckers who still keep voting for these people. I'm not telling you either Republicans are, 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 are going to be your saviors either. I've, I've said repeatedly, Republicans are not the answer to your problems. But I'm telling you right now, the liberals are definitely the cause of your problems. How is this not proof positive? The same people screwing you over from making any kind of a profit on a stock trade that a hedge fund would have made billions off of. The same people shutting you down are the same people donating to the Democrats. I have the numbers. They're not donating to the Republicans. Here's a must read piece in a spectator. It's a long one. But man, is it worth your time? Again, it'll be in the show notes. Bongino.com slash newsletter is how you subscribe and access the show notes. The Spectator piece is entitled Oligarchy in America, Crossing the Rubicon of Class. It's a long piece. It's a detailed piece. But it talks about, and I don't agree with all the assertions in it, 
But it talks about what I mentioned before in more detailed terms, how the United States is now completely bifurcated into a, soci- into a society of elites, academics, Hollywood types, upper class suburban. I'm probably off cameras. I mean, hey, I could be I could have 72 fingers right now and you wouldn't see any of them. Politicians, bureaucrats, all making money, Wall Street, big banks, big tech, all making money off the system, the real system. And then us, the rest of us. I say this sarcastically, but the sucker class who has to work for a living. You wonder why upper class suburbanites who used to believe in free markets, low taxes, business freedom and prosperity, upper class suburbanites are now all in with the Democrats, the big government, big regulation, woke Democrats. How did that happen? The spectator piece addresses this. Here's uh, the first screenshot from it. Quote. Aspirational suburbanites are the kind of people who used to be Republicans. They know how fast the fall from affluence can happen. They recognize where the social, financial, and political power now lies. What did I tell you in the beginning of the show? We know why Wall Street, and I'm going to explain more later, we know why Wall Street, big banks, and big tech are in it for the Democrats, because it's protection from competitors. But why are upper-class suburbanites now all in bed with liberals and Democrats too? They used to believe in freedom. Because they need protection too. They need their kids in the elite schools. They need their businesses and their stock portfolios protected. So where's that protection come from? That protection comes from the liberals who have ensured a bifurcated America where as long as you're on one side of the fence, the elite wealthy class, you are untouchable. Do whatever you want. You'll get away with it. As long as you're a woke-topian. Upper class suburbanites Not all of them, of course. We don't want to stereotype people, but large amounts of them are moving in droves to the big government Democrat Party because it's a protection racket. Follow the money. Go to screenshot two from this piece. You'll see what I mean. The Spectator, read this piece. Long again, but worth your time. Quote, just follow the money. Before I get into this, in case you still believe that big money, big business, and wealthy people are all Republicans and are backing the liberty and freedom agenda. The numbers don't back that up at all. You're just making that up. Follow the money. In 2020, residents of zip codes with a median income, household income of at least $100,000, the upper middle class, right? Donated $486 million to who? Joe Biden. And just $167 million to Trump. The thousand or so zip codes where at least 65% of residents have graduated from college gave 478 million to Biden and just 104 million to Trump. The zip codes in which Trump outraised Biden were those below the national median household income of uh, 68,000, where Trump led by 53 million. And those without a preponderance of college graduates were Trump led by nearly 40 million. We have two nations divided by a common understanding of what the oligarchy is, how it works, and who it works for. An oligarchy, a cornucopia of powerful elites shutting you out, making sure they stay in power, they stay healthy, wealthy, and wise, while you're subjugated into second-class schools, second-class health care, a second-class economy, third-class jobs, and a fourth-class lifestyle. Why? I'm going to get into that next. Sad, folks. It never had it. This was never what America was about, ever. Equality of opportunity is dead. And liberals are doing it. And suckers are falling for it. All right, let me get to my second sponsor. <coughs> Excuse me, a... Uh, company I love, especially when I'm super hungry. If you ever wonder what makes Omaha Steaks so good, it's the aging process. Omaha Steaks ages their steaks at least 21 days because that's the sweet spot. It's where the magic happens. You can try those mouthwatering steaks in their Butcher's Best Sellers Grill Pack. It includes four of their iconic and see my mouth is watering. Yeah, Joe, that my mouth's watering again. It includes four of their iconic and fork tender. Butcher's Cut Filet Mignons, nice. Four ultra-juicy burgers, four savory pork chops, desserts, and so much more. Go to omahasteaks.com. These steaks are delicious. I don't even need a steak. and use a butter knife to cut these things. 
I put a little adobo on them too. <laughs> Paul and I put adobo on them. They're that good. Go to omahasteaks.com. I'd put adobo on ice cream if I could. Omahasteaks.com. That's omahasteaks.com. Enter Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O in the search bar for a special price on this Butcher's Best Sellers package. Plus you get four more chicken breasts and four more of those delicious burgers for free. Omaha Steaks has been a leader of gourmet steaks and food since 1917. They've been around the block. That's why their food is so good. No one comes close to matching their flavor, their tenderness, and the value of Omaha Steaks. Every order is flash frozen, vacuum sealed, and safely delivered in a cooler with dry ice. It stays ready to cook in the freezer for months. It's all backed by an unconditional 100% money back guarantee. That's great. They do that. You're not going to need You're going to love it. I'm telling you. We eat this all the time. We are an Omaha Steaks household. Go to omahasteaks.com. Type Bongino in the search bar and order the Butcher's Best Seller Pack today. Don't forget, you get four free chicken breasts and four burgers that are absolutely delicious. That's omahasteaks.com. Type Bongino in the search bar. Thanks, Omaha Steaks. All right, getting back to the show. So I think we've made the case in the opening here, clearly, that we are now living in this bifurcated America. The elites... And the elites is a very, very amorphous class. It's big business types, hedge fund types, Wall Street types. Somebody to stigmatize them. I'm just telling you who they are. Upper class suburbanites, bureaucrats, politicians, big tech, big business. They live in a different America than you do. You know, when Democrat candidate for president and former vice presidential uh, candidate as well, John Edwards, noted liberal Democrat, the Prell hair guy, said, you know, there are two Americas. He wasn't kidding. He just had a different definition. than I. He was creating him and his liberal friends as two America. Why? Why does this matter? It's a racket. It's a protection racket. For those of you into comic books, you know, you ever read the comic book, uh, the Venom comic book, that Eddie Brock character? How Eddie Brock, he, uh, he's a Spider-Man enemy. He has this symbiote, this alien suit, and it like the alien crawls all over him and it gives him a suit and they both, it, they symbiotically work together. That is what's going on here. You have this symbiosis. You have to think to yourself strategically. What are all of the players on the elite side of the fence, right? In other words, the not us. We're the great unwashed, according to them, right? The smelly people. We're talking about the, of course, I'm being sarcastic. Yes, I don't smell today. Just checking. The elites, right? You have to ask yourself, what are they getting out of this? What's really in it? What's the strategy? How does this work for them? Why is it symbiotic? I told you the two things that matter here. You have to look at following the money. Who's making money off this symbiosis between government, big tech, big business, and who's getting protection from the smelly Walmart horde from infringing on their infringing on their neighborhood and their money, right? Who's getting, who's, let's go through it one by one. This is why big business and suburbanites that used to be Republicans don't mind big government anymore. First, barriers to entry through regulation. Sorry, I had to take some notes here because today was not as many screenshots. There's a lot of deep thought that went into this show. You ever go to business school, you hear about Porter's five forces, it's interesting, but beyond that, you can look it up if you want. But there are really five forces that can benefit you in business. And one of them is creating barriers to entry, right? Think about it. If you have a business, and Paula, you have to be the audience on Budgman. You too, Joe. I can, I, can, I can watch you through my ESP connection. If this doesn't make sense, tell me. You want to create barriers to entry. In other words, you don't want a lot of competitors from a business perspective. Remember, why are the elites doing what they're doing? They want protection. Businesses want protection too. Businesses hate competitors. It's obvious, right? If you have a company that sells pet rocks, you don't want another company jumping in that sells pet rock, the sequel, because they're going to take away your customers. Pretty simple, right? You want to create barriers to entry. Now, for liberal suckers out there who are still buying into the liberal, we're in it for the little guy, BS, garbage, nonsense, you probably believe, because you've been suckered, that liberals are protecting the little guy and are breaking down barriers to entry, right? Think it through. You've been suckered. You think to yourself, no, government's in it for the little guy. 
These big businesses, we're not going to let them create monopolies and anti-competitive environments. We're relying on friends like Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden to break down barriers to entry. That is not what's happening. Government is actually big government and their liberal buddies are actually creating barriers to entry. Therefore, enforcing the protection these big businesses, company, big businesses that are donating to Democrats have from competition. Think it through. How is government working on behalf of big business, their elite buddies, to create barriers to entry? What does it? Regulations. Trump came into office, love him or hate him, your call, came into office and the federal register that has enlists all the federal regulations, Trump sliced it almost in half. He got rid of regulations. What do regulations do? Regulations are a series of laws and regulations that companies have to comply with. Well, Dan, how does that create barriers to entry to keep the little guy from ever taking on Amazon and elsewhere? Because Amazon and the big companies love regulations. Oh my gosh, Dan, that doesn't make sense. Nobody loves regulations. Bull. They love regulations. You know why? They have armies of lawyers out there. Amazon, Google, Apple, all of them. They have lawyers that their companies can easily comply with regulations because they just pay the lawyers to handle it. You know who can't pay lawyers to deal with new regulations? The little guy who gets screwed and put out of business. It's a completely antithetical flipping of where we were 50 or 60 years ago when businesses generally voted Republican because they didn't want a bunch of government red tape people in their face. Now big businesses become so powerful. They love it when when government gets in the way because it doesn't affect them. It keeps their competitors from ever getting a foothold and the camel's nose under the tent into their business. It's symbiotic. Eddie Brock venom. Government, big business. Even worse, once government institutes a series of new regulations that doesn't do anything to Amazon, they don't care. They can comply with anything, but does crush the little guy. There's a phenomenon called regulatory capture. What's that? Well, again, you, in the interest of time, you can look it up for all the details. I try to be brief in my summaries of what they are. But not only does big business love government regulation and big government now because it keeps the little guys down. But there's this phenomenon called regulatory capture when the regulators in the government become really friendly with big business and big business people actually help write the regulations. That doesn't happen. It happens all the time. Why does it happen, though? So you're suggesting to me that government's writing regulations that are supposedly in it for the better collective good, right? That's why government's supposed to be doing If you believe in government, of course I don't. But the regulations are actually being written by big business to make sure they hurt their competitors and not big business. Yes, that's exactly what happens. Again, it's called regulatory capture where the regulators become so friendly, they actually let the companies influence them in their writing of the regulations. I'm sure those companies are doing it for the public good, right? Come on. If you're a liberal, you're really not that stupid, are you? These companies are having these regulators write the regulations to crush their opposition. It has nothing to do with you. Well, what, well, why would they do that, Dan? Why would a bunch of government regulators write regulations? They're supposed to be working on behalf of the people. I mean, they're in the government, right? The government's only in it for the public good. Why would a bunch of government regulators write regulations for big business? Because of job security. That's why. Look at this article in Politico. Former Facebook leaders are now transition insiders. The president-elect, this is before Biden was uh, inaugurated, has hired former Facebook executives, even though some of his camp consider the company enemy number one. (laughs) Enemy number one, that's hilarious. It's job security and regulatory capture. Think about it. You're a government regulator in the SEC or elsewhere trying to protect your elites. Remember, there's two sides of the fence, the elites and then us, the smelly people, right? You're a government regulator. You're a government bureaucrat. You're clearly on the elite side of the fence. You're making, I don't know, 90000 a year. 
maybe 80 as a government regulator with the SEC. You go in, you're looking at a company. Hey guys, we're here to investigate. All of a sudden you become friendly with the company over the course of time. You retire from your job, maybe you leave five years later. All of a sudden, that same company that you were having coffee with inside and you were writing regulations that may benefit that company with a wink and a nod, when you leave Shocker, they give you a job. Happens all the time. It's a big job security racket. And then what happens? Then the company, when their liberal friends get back in office like Biden did, they then, the liberal administration, then pulls people from the very same company's Facebook back. It's one big circle thing. Trying to keep it family friendly. I don't want the kids looking up what I was going to say. Regulators write regulations on behalf of big business. Regulators leave their government job, go then get a job with big business. Their liberal friends that get back in office, they leave big business to go back and take lead roles in the regulatory entities. They then leave there and go get bigger jobs with the big business. It's one big circle massage or hair sniffing exercise if it was a circle of Joe Biden. They're all sniffing each other. No, but liberals. Labor, we're gonna fill a little guy. Yeah, yeah, sure you sure you are. Sure you are. It's all a protection racket. Government regulations are a huge protection racket to protect big business from smaller competitors ever sticking the camel's nose under the tent. And it works. And the government does it for them. And then they hire those government people who then go back and work to government later and then go back to private business. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Never crossing the fence though onto the smelly people side. You don't have that privilege, do you? Government regulator comes in your business. You're out of, you want a better example? I'll get to the lockdowns in a minute. The lockdowns. You know what? Let me hold that for a minute. Lockdowns benefited big tech, big business. They loved it. You doubt me? I'll show you a Washington Post story. But yet when the government regulators from the health department showed up at your deli, God forbid you open to feed your kids, you got a $10,000 fine. That's interesting. That $10,000 fine went to pay a regulator who probably then later on went to go work around for Amazon or big business. Yeah, but don't worry. It's an all inequitable society and liberals are on the side of the little guy. Give me a break, please, with the nonsense. It's a protection racket. That's all this is. Big money exchange. You know what? Let me get to my third sponsor here. And then uh, I want to get back. I want to talk about more here. How this big symbiote, this Eddie Brock Venom symbiote on the elites where they all massage and sniff each other's hair. We'll get to that in a second. I'm going to show you how else this racket is protected. Our third sponsor, our friends at Simply Safe. Everyone wants to keep their home and family safe. I know I do. It was my entire line of work uh, before. Security matters, especially in your home. You want to be free from break-ins, of course, fire. If there's a fire, flooding, God forbid, or a medical emergency, Simply Safe Home Security delivers award-winning 24-7 protection. With Simply Safe, you don't just get an arsenal of cameras and sensors. You get the best professional monitors in the business. They've got your back day and night. They're ready to send the police, fire, or EMTs if you need them straight to your door. My wife put up our Simply Safe system in our house. We love it. The app is great. You can see everything that's going on in my house. She put it up in it was about an hour or so, but it's really quick. We had, our house is just laid out funny. Simply Safe has an arsenal of sensors and cameras. They protect every inch of your home. You can set up in your house probably around 30 minutes. It's really that easy. Then Simply Safe's professionals take over. They monitor your home 24 7. They're ready to send help the moment there's an alarm. Plus, with Simply Safe, there's no long term contract. Why? Because they don't need it, there's no hidden fees or installation costs. They know you'll be happy with it. They don't need to lock you into a contract. Right now, my listeners get a free home security camera. It's a good one. When you purchase a Simply Safe system, get the URL right. Don't forget, because I want you to get this uh, this uh, this deal. Go to simplysafe.com slash Dan Bongino. That's simply with an I. S-I-M-P-L-I safe. Simplysafe.com slash Dan Bongino. You'll also get a 60-day risk-free trial. There's nothing to lose. You don't like it? Fine. You get a 60-day risk-free trial. Visit simplysafe.com slash Dan Bongino for your free security camera today. That's simplysafe.com slash Dan Bongino. All right. So getting back to this protection racket. Now, government, big business, they're all in bed together now because it's a protection racket. A couple of things I want to talk about too. 
how the and one thing I want to throw in there too is a, just to go back to the spectator piece for a moment. What you may ask yourself, okay, Dan, you, you're making a pretty clear case as to why big business and government are in bed together. I get that, but why are upper class suburbanites? The woke topians. Why are they now all in bed with Biden when these same people used to vote Republican in freedom decades ago? Well, ladies and gentlemen, for an obvious reason, these upper men, not all of them, but these upper middle class folks. They are largely the stockholders that have stock in the big business giants that are making out with the Biden protection racket agenda. Not only are their pensions and their stocks and their wealth and assets invested in these same business people benefiting from the government protection racket and the protection from the Redditors. We can't have the Redditors making money. Not only are they benefiting from it, many of them work in these companies that are benefiting from the government protection racket. These upper class suburbanites. The foie gras lunch eaters, the bow bow tie wearers. The Max Boot hat wearers and that guy from the show, The Circus, who wears the hat too. If you're not a cowboy, you probably shouldn't have a cowboy hat on. I'm just saying, God bless the cowboys out there. Not the football team, the actual cowboys. You, But remember, to the cowboys, you're not in that elite class like Max Boot and the hat wearing guy from The Circus. You're with us, the smelly people. That's how they view you. Think about things like zoning, right? Well, Dan, how does that benefit upper-class suburbanites who work for these big businesses and have their stock funds going up? Zoning. When government comes in, big government, this is why they love it. Big government comes in and zones an area. What does it do? Drives up the property prices. How does that benefit upper-class suburbanites? Because they're the one that owns the homes. They're not renters like us smelly people. You see, Dan, you're not a renter now. Ladies and gentlemen, my wife was an immigrant from Colombia. I grew up eating bologna sandwiches, okay? I'm not going to be lectured by anyone about socioeconomic class and status. Try opening a fridge and just seeing a light once in a while. I know you know what I'm talking about. You get really hungry sometimes. You start, like, dreaming about food at night. I actually worked hard like many of you. I will always have myself on this side of the fence. They love zoning. Big government and Zach zoning, uh, which restricts what you can do with land and property, which drives up home prices with people who own homes and have assets in their homes. They love it. Value my home was 500. It's now 1.5 million. <laughs> Go get me Max Poot and the hat guy from show. We can go around and eat our foie gras. Bologna. What the hell is bologna? Isn't it pronounced Bologna? They don't even know what it is. They need big government to do that. You go to areas where zoning is minimal, home prices are reasonable, and the great unwashed can actually buy homes. They don't want that. They don't want you in their neighborhoods. They love big government and zoning. They want the smelly people out. They don't want you there. Do you understand that? You're the smelly people. They're the elites. Upper class suburbanites and big business don't want you there. They want you gone. It's not a coincidence that the most liberal areas of the country, New York City, San Francisco, downtown areas of Chicago, have some of the most expensive real estate in the world. Business areas of Chicago, I shouldn't say downtown. Why? Because they're run by liberals who have strict zoning and liberals in charge. They keep the smelly people out. Things like school choice. Liberals, the new upper class suburbanites, big business people. They hate school choice. Why? Because they're quite happy with minorities in inner cities going to crap schools. And if you had school choice where minority parents could send their kids to any school they wanted, including a school in your wealthy hat wearing, non baloney eating, foie gras eating neighborhood, all of a sudden we cut minority kids in our school. I didn't ask for that. But I, I thought you were a liberal. You said you're in it for the little guy and diversity. No, no, I didn't mean in my kid's school. I didn't mean that. I don't want smelly people in my kid's school. Oh, that's interesting. You were all about tolerance. We're the ones in it for tolerance, civil rights, educational equality. We're the ones, conservatives, not these phony liberal frauds that hate the Redditors. They're on the other side of the fence. They don't want the smelly people anywhere. They hate you. They can't stand you. 
school choice. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. I'd love diversity and I'm a woke-topian. Okay, I, I want to give a couple minority kids in Baltimore the chance to go to Baltimore County schools in Maryland, which are really good. Um, you know, it's their tax money. They're paying for the public schools. Maybe they should go to a school. Of no, 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 no. I, I Listen, not those people, those people. We don't want them here. We were really just saying that. You know what? We'll start a scholarship fund. We'll get a few token folks in our school, make us feel good. But we don't really want parents coming into our school districts especially from the smelly part of town. Those are liberals doing that. They love big government, upper-class suburbanites. School choice, just not in my school. Those smelly people out of here. You don't believe me how much liberals and the elitists on the other side of the fence can't stand you? They hate your guts. They can't stand you. I'm sorry to have to wake you up out of your doldrums. And again, I'm not telling you Republicans are the answer. We have enough sellouts in our party, too. I'm telling you liberty and freedom, libertarianism and real conservatism is the answer. To break up this dreaded cabal of elites screwing you at every opportunity. Here's John Kerry yesterday. John Kerry, private jet flying. Heinz ketchup air, wife, marrier, potato face, John Kerry. Some guys, Dan, don't make fun of people. If they lose your too bad, I'm pissed off at these morons. Here's John Kerry yesterday, Lurch, in the White House briefing. He's the new climate czar, a, a probably a close to billionaire. Couldn't make any money himself, so had to marry money. Here's him lecturing you if you work in the oil and gas industry. Because you're too stupid, apparently, because you're the smelly people to find a real job telling you, don't worry, we're going to put you out of work in the oil and gas industry because we know better than you. We're the elites. You're the smelly people. But have no fear. Just, you know, go get a job in the solar panel industry. Oh, as if nobody thought of that before. If the solar panel industry was such a terrific job and your oil and gas job sucked, then why did you stay? The answer is because your job didn't suck. You liked your job. Potato Face is telling you it sucked. Check this idiot out. Well, we didn't come here to put anybody on notice except to the seriousness of uh, President Biden's intent to uh, do what needs to be done to deal with this crisis. And it is a crisis. Um, uh, with respect to uh, those workers, no, <laughs> no two people are more... Uh, in this room, I'm more concerned about it. And the president of the United States has expressed in every comment he has made about uh, climate the need to uh, grow the new jobs that pay better, that are cleaner. That I mean, you know, you look at the consequences of black lung for a miner, for instance, and measure that against the fastest growing job in the United States before COVID was solar power technician. The same people can do those jobs. But the choice of doing the solar power one now is a better choice. Do you believe this clown? Do you believe this absolute joker? That you were you, you made bad choices if you're in the oil and gas industry, again, because you're too stupid to figure it out on yourself, rely on the elites and their protection racket and their environmental agenda. You just should have gotten a job in the solar panel industry. It's a better choice. Lurch told you so. Let's go back to the beginning. The Redditors, a bunch of retail investors who use their own knowledge to say, I think GameStop has a chance we're going to buy that. The people who argue on behalf of the hedge fund industry, which I agree when run ethically can contribute to knowledge by shorting a stock. If a stock stinks and they're shorting it, you should, be, you should take that and run with it. But notice how when your knowledge enters the equation again, your knowledge, a bunch of Redditors out there decided they were going to buy a stock. That's all of a sudden troublesome to the elites on the other side of fence. We don't want the stupid people's knowledge. They're too stupid to have knowledge. Just like John Kerry, you're too stupid working in the oil field. If you just would have known, you would have had a solar job sooner. What a dunce. <laughs> How did we figure this out? I'm so tired of liberal bull and hypocrisy. I'm tired of it. We're in it for the environment. B.S. When John Kerry had the opportunity and all his Cape Cod elites to put a bunch of wind farms in the Atlantic, they were all upset. The Cape Cod Mothless Vineyard type. Why? And I'm not talking about the Oak Bluffs type. 
I'm talking about the Edgartown types. They were all upset because the damn wind farms would obstruct their view. So you care about the environment as long as it doesn't impact you personally and only impacts the smelly people. They love regulations. They love it. As long as it doesn't impact them and hurts the smelly people. Here's a perfect example where they love regulations. Electric cars. Who can afford electric cars? Who can afford these cars are like $60,000, $70,000 for a decent one. Who has the money for that? Most Americans are lucky they can afford a $30,000, $35,000 car. Even that, they got to get a loan to buy. Electric cars are twice the price. Liberals love electric cars. Think about the benefits for them and how the smelly people get hurt. Number one, there's a tax credit. There was in many cases to buy an electric car. So if you're making a million a year and want to buy a $100,000 electric car, whatever it may be, you actually get a tax credit subsidized by middle-class smelly people. You get a tax credit to buy that. You get money back off the price of your $100,000 car when you're super rich. Not only that, you get a nice fat HOV sticker on your bumper so you can ride in the HOV lane with your cutesy electric car while all the smelly people sit in traffic. And even better, you get to wave to them, hello, smelly people, with your hat on and your stogie and maybe your little foie gras on the pay. You don't even need a passenger seat because you probably have a driver with your electric car while you give the middle finger to every single working class folk out there. Thank God my hand is off the camera. Four-letter word, them. I'll stay in the HOV lane with my tax-subsidized electric car. But don't you dare build a wind farm off my Cape Cod property. You phony frauds. Liberals in it for the little guy. Cut the man. You want to say again? Look at his Daily Caller article. How little these liberals care about you, the smelly people. I thought Joe Biden, don't even tell me I didn't warn you about this. I don't even want to hear it from the liberals. Listen to my show. I only warned you, what, Paula, for a year that Joe Biden was lying about not hiking taxes on the middle class. I I only warned you a million times. So to the liberals who watch the show who didn't believe me, uh, you're morons. To the conservatives who watch my show and are smart, we can now look back and say, we warned you, which is pretty much everyone who listens to my show. We warned you. Daily Caller. Commerce Secretary nominee for Biden remains open to funding Biden's climate agenda with tax hikes on the middle class. <laughs> um, again, they get their HOV sticker, their nice Teslas, no wind farms in their backyard. They get to invest in all kinds of big, fancy Government subsidized battery projects and stuff. They make a fortune at. They probably sit on their boards. So the elites are fine. And who pays for the tax subsidies and has to sit in traffic while the while the the Chevy Volt HOV stickers drive by him, giving them the big fat middle finger, double barreled middle finger. Who pays for it? You do. So they pay for the environmental agenda where you're paying $6,000 to fill up your gas tank while your rich neighbor buddy who voted for all these elitist snob nose in the air goons cruises by you in the HOV lane, flipping you off. You may say, well, gosh, how did big government and this whole symbiotic cabal of buffoons, these elite snobs, how come this is, continue, you know, I, I, I still don't get it. I still don't get how they love big government. Oh, look at this. This is the Washington Post. Sometimes I use leftist sources to prove my point even more in case leftists are watching and think I'm making this. They actually trust the Washington Post, which is hilarious. Here's an article in the Washington Post. Tech giants are profiting and getting more powerful, even as the global economy tanks. The global pandemic gives Silicon Valley titans a once in a lifetime opportunity to expand their power, crush rivals and change their political fortunes. <laughs> Again, you're a small business, a mom and pop shop. You thought liberals were in this for you. They shut down the economy while Donald Trump was in charge. Shut down the economy. They're now opening up now that Biden's in office. Convenient, the timing, right? Crushed your business. Enriched upper class suburbanites, many of them, 
who voted liberal and are woketopians who are invested in these stocks and rich big business and rich the regulators who are now leaving those companies to go work in the Biden administration to go back later for bigger salaries in big business. They're all on that side of the fence while you all paid for it by losing your deli, your restaurant, everything you put your life into all gone because these idiots got really super wealthy off a lockdown tactic designed to get Donald Trump out of office, enrich their friends and screw you over. But lecture me again how liberals are in it for the little guy. They love this. They love big government. They hate the Redditors. They love the hedge funds. The hedge funds are in a total protection racket right now. The SEC, big tech will make sure they crush you on Reddit. God forbid you speak out. They want to make sure they maintain their hedge fund racket. What a freaking scam. Scam of the millennia. All right, let me get to my last sponsor. I got more on the other side of this including a video we absolutely have to play. It is a little bit light, right, Paula? It's hilarious. Final sponsor today. Sorry, I know it's been a heavy show, but I woke up this morning furious at what's going on. Obviously living through this debacle with Parler, where big tech, government, everyone else is colluding to crush a business I invested my heart and soul and money into has been emotionally taxing. Let's move on. All right. This interview is brought to you by our friends. The show is brought to you by our friends at Bravo Company Manufacturing. I love Bravo. I'm just going to read my own because I love Bravo Company. I hope you don't mind, Bravo, but I love your products. Bravo Company Manufacturing. They make the finest rifles and firearms in the business, okay? The finest ones in the business. You know how strongly I believe in individual liberty and personal responsibility? The founders knew these were cornerstones of a prosperous, free civilization. Believe in the Second Amendment as well. Bravo Company Manufacturing, or BCM for short. They build a professional-grade product. Now, just to be clear on what they are, you know, you should never tell someone what a company isn't, but in this case, it's important. Bravo Company, they build life-saving equipment. They assume when a rifle leaves their shop, it'll be used in a life or death situation by a responsible citizen, law enforcement officer, or a soldier overseas. Quality is all that matters to them. They build their rifles by hand in Heartland, Wisconsin, right here, a life-saving standard. What are they not? It's not a sporting arms company. You want a sporting hunting rifle? That's okay. Those are great companies. That's not what BCM builds. They build life-saving rifles and products built to the highest standards possible. They're going to function, function right every time, every time. I have two. They are my go-tos every single time I have two of them. If you're in the market for a rifle right now, a firearm, you would be making a huge mistake if you did not go to Bravo Company Manufacturing first. How do you get there? Go to Bravo Company M F G, like Mary Frank George.com. Bravo Company MFG.com where you can discover more about their products, their special offers, and upcoming news. That's bravocompanymfg.com. You can also check them out on their YouTube channel, youtube.com slash bravocompanyusa. Folks, if you're in the market for a firearm and you're not checking out bravocompanymfg.com, you're making a huge mistake. These are my go-tos. My local FFL, when I pick them up, vouch for the quality and functionality of these terrific products, bravocompanymfg.com. Okay. So getting back to this again, how, you know, the, the big business suburbanite, big tech symbiote continues to work to screw over the smelly people. Um, there's an article up at the blaze you'll see in the show notes as well. You know, these school lockdowns, here it is right here. You can read the headline. These school lockdowns. I just told you how the lockdowns are benefiting big business, wealthy suburbanites and also and screwing over small businesses. They got what they wanted politically, their political power gains. These lockdowns have to go, go on in schools, too, because, again, it's enforcing the fear agenda and letting you know the power of big government in your life. They, ruin you, they, they run your life. Don't ever question them. Florida school teachers reportedly caught partying and traveling while remotely, quote, working. When confronted about this during the lockdown, they complained that the district was spying on them. Listen, folks, these school lockdowns are a national disaster. Suicide rates are through the roof. Um, that, that teachers' unions... And again, I want to lump all teachers in together. A lot of them, I get a lot of emails from teachers who really give a damn and I appreciate you and everything you do. So let's not stigmatize everyone. Just like I'm not going to stigmatize hedge fund traders because it makes a cute talking point, but I am going to talk about problems. And if you're a teacher, you have to be open to this as well and open to criticism because your money's going to fund these unions. These unions are a total disaster, a total disaster. And just in case you think the Biden administration, again, is in it for the little guy and the parents and whatever and want these schools open, here's a tweet by Josh Kroshauer. He's a journalist. 
He writes in a CNN interview with Aaron Burnett, Biden's chief of staff, Ron Klain, sides with the teachers unions in a battle to reopen schools, says schools are unsafe to reopen unless they get money for enhancements in the Biden stimulus legislation. Think about this. Now, your taxpayer dollars, more of them, despite the fact that schools got what? It was a $54 billion state bailout in the last budget. That None of that matters. The Biden administration, despite no evidence whatsoever that schools are presenting a significant systemic danger to teachers' health, none still wants to keep the schools closed because the lockdowns, again, work for everyone else but you. Just one final part. Paul, I'm going to dump the, uh, the vid, that last video because I want to get to the other one, the funny one, because I can't leave. All right. I know we're running short on time. It's funny how we do this on the air. This is the best part about having a non-script. You don't have to worry about me ever reading anything. It comes out of my own brain. For better or for worse. There's a New York Times story I really want you to see. How do they enforce this racket? Well, they enforce it through money. And obviously the protection racket, I told, where regulators protect big business, then go work for big business. We already discussed that. But if you dare get out of line, they're going to make sure they weaponize the government as well because the government has a monopoly on force, right? Policing, federal law enforcement, and military are the exclusive monopolies of the federal government, correct? There's no private military in the United States sanctioned to work on behalf of the U.S. government, correct? I'm not crazy, right? The government has a monopoly on force. So isn't it, isn't it weird how when Donald Trump challenges the system, the entire law enforcement, federal entity, and intelligence community at the top levels gets weaponized to spy on him, bring him down, start fake investigations and all that. When the left shock troops that want to enforce their protection racket, Antifa and BLM are out on the streets making sure you don't get out of line. Almost nothing happens to them. They don't get locked up at all. But yet when some Twitter troll supposedly tricked, these are allegations, by the way, 4,900 Democrats in a vote by phone scheme, he finds himself in jail. Here's a New York Times piece. This guy by the name of Douglas Mackey. If you heard this guy's story, why am I bringing up a New York Times piece by Nicole Hong? Because apparently what Doug Mackey did, and again, these are allegations, is put out some memes on Twitter that the government alleges tricked people into voting for Hillary Clinton, which is weird because I haven't seen anywhere in the charging documents where they actually prove this guy tricked people into believing they voted when they have. All he proved was that people clicked on a text. I haven't seen anything. I don't know this guy. Never met him in my life. Not vouching for him. Don't. I'm just telling you, it's really weird when someone uses a social media platform in big tech. And it may may have helped. We know what these are allegations may have helped Donald Trump that all of a sudden it becomes a big priority for federal law enforcement. And yet when the same liberals use social media platforms to promote a Russian collusion hoax and to silence a story about Hunter Biden that would have influenced two elections. Nobody gets arrested at all. Here, from the New York Times piece, if you're not worried about this statement, you better be. This case will test the novel use of a federal civil rights law as a tool to hold people accountable for misinformation campaigns intended to interfere with elections. A problem that's recently become an urgent priority for social media platforms and law enforcement officials to stop. That's fascinating. So the federal government, now that they have this guy who they allege may have influenced the election in favor of Donald Trump, they have this guy locked up, the full power of federal law enforcement, because they're using a new law designed to stop election interference. What's really fascinating is nobody involved in the election interference on Twitter to suppress the Hunter Biden story or to promote the PP collusion hoax federal government doesn't seem to be locking anyone else up on that same civil rights violation. Isn't that, isn't that a little weird? Challenge their protection racket at all, and all of a sudden, the full power of law enforcement and the intelligence community goes up against you, as Donald Trump learned the hard way. How are we looking on time over there? A couple minutes left. Okay, good. I have to ask Paula because everything's Everything's a little awry. <laughs> Joe, we lost Joe on the phone. <laughs> he just texted me, lost you. Dial me up when you are done, please. I will, Joe, I promise. I want to play this video because I want to leave you on a little bit of a positive note. And if you watch yesterday's show, yesterday's show is all optimistic. 
But today's show, I'm getting back to some realism too. Yes, the gist of yesterday's show was that we as conservatives are learning how to employ the same strategic political weapons the left has used against us, organizing, isolation, sadly, mockery of people as a political weapon. Conservatives are learning how to do that too. And I'll always be optimistic about the future of the United States. But today I want to give you a grounding on why this bifurcated society, at least for now, seems to be getting worse. On a humorous note, I used to live in Nassau County. I lived in Lynbrook for a little while, uh, right on the border in Douglaston, which I think is in Queens, but it's close. I played baseball out there. I'm very familiar with Nassau County. I had friends in Syosset. It's in New York. And the Nassau County executive is a woman by the name of uh, Laura Curran. So Laura Curran was talking about tennis yesterday during the lockdowns and how they're going to open up these Nassau County parks for tennis. But there are very strict rules about what you can do (laughs) with your with your tennis balls when you go to play tennis um, in a Nassau County tennis park or whatever it may be. Let me just play this clip because this broke bad really fast. Check this out. Every player, unless they're from the same same household, has to bring their own tennis balls so that you don't touch other people's tennis balls um, with your hands. You can kick their balls, but you can't touch them. What did she do? (laughs) I have shorts on. Can you see my foot? So so you can kick their balls. You can kick them, kicking the balls. Like how exactly we kicking the ball? (laughs) But Paul said, right. You folks, if you're not watching this on Rumble, please go rumble.com slash Bongino to see the video. You can fast forward to the end of the show. I don't care. She She does the gesture to kick their balls, but don't touch their balls. That better be like this and not like this, you know? Because that could be a different... <laughs> kick their balls. Kick their balls. But you don't don't dare touch their balls. You better do this and you better not do that. I'm just Those are different things. You can kick their balls, but definitely don't touch their balls. Now you see why I had to skip ahead of a very serious story. I'll cover it tomorrow to get this. I don't want to leave you on a pessimistic note. We still live in the greatest country on earth. We've been in worse places before. We can fix this, but gosh. And to be fair to Miss Curran, the county executive, um, I didn't play the whole clip. I think it was just funnier to cut it at that point. It was not deceptively yet, but we did cut it right there. She goes on quickly after that to recognize kind of where uh, things may want to rye in the presser. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to blush. Like quickly realizing that recommending that people kick other people's balls, but just don't touch them. This one, not that one, was probably not a good thing to say. She starts blushing. It's actually pretty hilarious. Check out the show at Rumble, please. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Now's the ask time of the show. Uh, I I hate to do it, but I always appreciate uh, you guys really and ladies have helped me out out there. Please subscribe to our video show. We're at 1.3, I think, or over 1.3 million subscribers on Rumble. It is the video version of the show. Um, I have a friend, Chris, who listens every day. He's like, you know, I'm really getting into the video version now. I I mean, if you listen on audio, that's your preference. That's A-OK. But rumble.com slash Bongino, it's free. We put a lot of work into it. We had to travel with a whole kid here. So just to get you the video, audio is easy. Just bring a computer. Uh, rumble.com slash Bongino. Please subscribe and watch the show there. I think you'll like it, especially that video at the end. And also, if you wouldn't mind making BonginoReport.com, BonginoReport.com, your home for the best conservative news of the day. When you wake up in the morning, make that you know, your homepage. Read it every morning. We'll give you the best conservative news of the day, BonginoReport.com. We'd really appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in, folks. And remember, you can kick their balls, but don't you dare touch their balls. <laughs> See you tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. 
That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening, wherever you listen.